Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is going on, everyone? Mike Singer and Tim La- Tim Hyde here live on YouTube after Notre Dame's, what was it, 56-3 dismantling of Tennessee State. Uh, Tim, 55-point wins, about what we would expect for this, I would say? Uh, for today, yeah. I think my prediction, well, I did I did 45-12 to because I had to get a two in there, but um. I would uh well why'd yeah. you have to put a deuce, Tim? I was hey, I was close, right? If he makes a couple field goals, it's you know, he got nine points and you never know after that. So I was close. I was close, but no, nah, it was uh hey, the perfect team to play after you just traveled to Europe to play a football game. So it was a good Saturday overall for the Irish. Yeah, so just come your some of your, your thoughts, who stood out? Um <clears throat> Actually, we got a super chat. We'll go, go, go to uh, Trash says the refs were horrible. In what way? We're, we're, yeah, I guess. I he says, know. I get giving the non favored team a chance, but that was just bad. Good wins, get ready for NC State. Definitely agree. Good win, Gary Francis State. The refs, I mean, I don't know. I, I, oh, oh, I guess the, um, the Ford, the, they didn't review the Ford thing and then they, and then there was the targeting. So that was, yeah. But but other than that, I thought it was fine. I, I could be wrong. Just a quick five seconds on that. I could be wrong, but I think that also could come from the booth. So I don't know if that's an NFL thing or a college thing, but I think that could come from the booth as well. But I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah. So, okay. So trash that, yes, that, that was true. Like I, I, I thought that that should have been reviewed that you would force fumble and then the, um the who is it antonio, antonio carter. carter i actually kind of thought it was targeting like i i thought it was pretty clear like and on boards when you watch it live i was like oh that's a nice clean hit and you know it looked like he hit him much lower it didn't look as violent on the head-to-head but and then when you slow-mo it tim it, yeah. it always looks so much worse when it's everything slow-mo. looks good in slow-mo right it's like yeah no i hear you i hear you so um but yeah so uh, other thoughts on the on the game tim who you thought looked good um, God, just going off my quick little, uh, my rundown here with about 15 different colored markers here. Um, obviously offense efficient, another nearly 15 snaps and 12 personnel. I found that, uh, interesting. So they're about 40 some odd percent, a little less. I charted two plays of 10 personnel, four true wide receivers out there. So that was a first, um, I got the, the media's favorite buzzword, Aztec. I saw that a half a dozen times in the first half. Then it charted in the second half, but first half. So we got everyone's favorite uh, buzzword for the year. Bucks week, a lot of guards pulling, double pulls by both guards. A lot of movement by the guards today. Uh, run game, I just charted the first half. 
70% efficiency. It was solid. And the ones they weren't efficient on, Zeke didn't come off his guy in time. Fisher and Evans had a bad combo block on one. It was just things you could always work on. Um, real, uh, here's another little sticky note. Uh, Coach Parker up in the booth. They had the Reese cam on him today. So I found that interesting that he was on up in the booth uh, today. So that was good. And then the two-minute drive was just like beautiful. It was beautiful. And another little sticky note right here is the NBC announcer said it best when he said it looks like a Thursday practice out there. And that's it was just boom, boom, boom. It was it looked like they're going on air. And but it was a good work. It was a good work day all, all around. And that's yeah. the way I look at it. Just charted a bunch of stuff. It was a it was it was a great work day. Nice win. Got out of there nice and healthy. You know, Ford got off. That was the only one big hit, correct? So that was, um, you know, the, the, as an injury. And he walked off, looked fine. They probably just kept him out for precaution. Um, other than that, played a bunch of guys in the first half, you know, kind of the same rotation with the skill and the running backs in the first half that we saw during the Navy game. So that was good. And Notre Dame's got two nice games under their belt, and they're going to go on the road next week. So it's going to be a – a good football at noon kickoff. So that's going to be a nice game. And um, it'll be nice to see this football team against a, a solid NC state game. You know, you and I were just talking a few seconds ago, weren't ultra impressive and whatnot, but, but they, you know, you know, got a good game against UConn. So that'll be a good game. I'm sure those guys will be plenty hyped up for Notre Dame next week. A comment here that I've had on the screen for a little bit uh, oh. from, from Kevin. And uh, if you're watching live with us, I'm queuing up comments for Tim and I to talk about. Um, so post your comments. I'm, I read through as many of them as I can. Um, and, uh, we're going to, we're discuss some of the good stuff, drop super chats, of course, like we just got one from Joseph that we'll get to, uh, momentarily. And please folks, please hit, hit that thumbs up uh, on this video, uh, to help support what we're doing here at blue and gold and subscribe to our channel for more content. If you're listening to be a podcast, appreciate you as well. Um, you know, when you're not driving and, and listening to us or however you're digesting this content, uh, please head to blueandgold.com for more Notre Dame coverage. But, uh, yeah, that, that comment from Kev, which I just took it down and I didn't cue it up. Yeah, the touchdown drives. Yeah, 12, 12, 12 touchdowns and 13, 13 drives. 13. It's, pretty, it's pretty darn good. Um, yeah, I, I mean, the offense and, and going back to the two minute drive, Tim, that was like the Oh yeah, like this is different. Like, not only maybe Reese and Kelly would have been conservative there. I, you know, it's hard to say though because Hartman's just a different level quarterback than Notre Dame's previously had. I mean, that it was it was very good, Tim. Oh yeah, without a doubt. I actually wrote on there, um, tight end, you showed up. So that was my uh, b- big point on that drive. You know, we finally saw the tight ends come come alive. So that was fun to see on that drive with Evans and obviously stays with the touchdown there. But uh, yeah. Oh, it's good. That's going back to 2021, the Virginia game. I think when Kelly took a knee kind of with 90 seconds to go and people lost their mind, but Virginia member didn't even have their quarterback in that game. They're up, I think 23, 28, nothing at half. And they're like, let's just get the heck out of here. So, but that was just a little, uh, uh, if fans think back to, the two minute drill, but it also goes back to what the announcer said. It just looked like a Thursday practice. So comfortable, nice and easy by Sam Hartman throwing the ball around. So it was a, that was a great way to end the half that, you know, for sure. When you, once again, you get that work and that's kind of what this game was. 
you know, Notre Dame came out a little sluggish defense. What was it? 14 play drive, 15. Yeah. Play. Tennessee just killing the clock. A couple of dink and dunks got the first downs, kept the chains moving, got the field goal. Then obviously the big hit knocks Ford out. You're like, holy crap. <laughs> you know, they may punch this in and get 10 points and make this a semi battle. And then Notre Dame is just too efficient. Just there's just too much talent on the field when you're playing an FCS team. And it's not even so much an FCS, you know, like, you know, uh, Mike Goolsby texted me the Oregon score. They're playing a really good program at Portland state out of the big yeah. sky, totally different than a Tennessee state. So, but Tennessee state, I thought played hard. I thought those guys battled their tails off. They competed. You could tell they loved being at Notre Dame. They didn't want to come off the field. A couple of guys got hurt and they're like, no, I'm playing, I'm playing. And, and you know, that was nice to see from them, but, these first two games are out of the way. Let's start playing some football. I mean, seriously, this is – I feel like <laughs> – let's start playing some ball. I mean, seriously, for Notre Dame. It's it's time to start NC State, Road, Buckeyes in a couple weeks. It's going to start getting for real here in about a few seconds. All right, we've got a, a few Super Chats to go ahead and get to. Andrew says, love – Love had the run of the game. Very exciting. Can you imagine if we had Dylan Edwards? Oh. He, he he was amazing today. Oh. Um, yeah, a little nice nice win for Coach Prime over a team that just you know lost in the the national title game. But uh, I know that TCU team is totally different. But listen, yeah. I, look, Dylan Edwards did look amazing. But yeah. it's just like let's let's pump the brakes a little bit. Like even the Zachariah Branch kid at USC, who I do think is going to be a superstar. Like guys, it's one game. Like let's. True, but yeah, yeah, but he's doing that against TCU. He's doing that against a Big 12 team. He's, you know, and they're going to be conference rivals starting next year. He looked, Mike, he had a, I watched some of that game. I was doing some work today and I, he, he's got a different gear. Yeah. Okay. Edwards and Branch have different gears. And uh, yeah. they're, I mean, we're not, we're not Colorado SC page, but, you know, you can appreciate some speed and Dylan Edwards has some speed. No yeah. doubt. Yeah, for sure. I just don't like frowning off of one. Like, come on. Uh, But Tom says, love the team today. The one big question mark is pass rush. We saw some bad throws, but where are the sacks? Love the show, Garage. Tom, thank you. Tim, do you have any thoughts on this? The sacks. Yeah, I mean, they. I mean, they got rid of the ball. So they only had one sack. Yeah, I mean, they got rid of the ball really quick. Some of the pressures, he got rid of it. Threw 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 the ball away a handful of times. Um, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll be very surprised. I, I was expecting at least a half a dozen. I just thought they would speed rush, but they did sometimes. Sneed, Maris forced a couple pressures. Jalen Sneed one time, I mean, he looked like Jalen Smith rushing off the, off the edge on one. He got by the offensive tackle so fast. Quarterbacks like just get, get rid of this ball really quick. So I think a lot of it had to do with that, uh, you know, the style of the offense from just watching it live. But, uh, Good question, and we're going to know a lot more about that next week, and obviously, you know, a couple weeks from now when the Buckeyes come to town. And you can't do our show next week, right, Tim? Our Saturday show, you're coaching. I will. I may jump on. Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I may. I may jump on, depending on what you're doing. I'll chat with you during the week if I could. Um, I, I. I probably can. I, I. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure. All it right, out. we'll figure it out. Yeah. I'll. I'll have my people talk to you. My thing, because it's a noon kickoff. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll check it out. I'll check it out. All right, <laughs> Tim's Tim's like, well, I want it because it's a fun game. We finally get to watch Notre Dame go against someone with athletes that are going to look like them. So yeah, 
but definitely, you know, definitely want to be there and chat with everyone next week. All right, Joseph with the $5 Super Chat says, Hartman is the only reason Notre Dame stayed in the first quarter. Um, then the team came to life, plus the Irish have studs and running back. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, the team, it, it was 7-3 to three after the first quarter, and I was like, That's... but I don't that know. Was, that was they had a, yeah, I mean, it's it's the long drive. You know, the long drive that, you know, Tennessee State chewed up so much. You know, even Notre Dame chewed up a bunch. I don't know what their minute was, but, um, it, you know, it was it, – it's the first quarter. Sometimes first quarters are odd. They have different flows to them. Um, you know, as you get rolling and you start getting more comfortable, and obviously they blew up after that first quarter. So, you know, you're not going to come out and, you know, it, it you know, it, it just depends. But, um, yeah, the running backs came to life. Hartman did some really good things. Um, you know, a couple of the third down passes just – but it was also third and mediums, and they were just hitting the hitches there and things – uh, which were just wide open. Very efficient from Sam Hartman. It looked like the game, you know, going back to last week and, you know, the experience, all these minutes, all these snaps under his belt, it shows in certain moments in the game. Yeah. I appreciate the super chat, Joseph. Good stuff, Tim. Um, Steven had a $1 super chat and said, Tobias is like John Cena when it comes to playmaking. We can't see him. Yeah, I think we had talked about last week, Tim. Um, you know, like, let's... What do you have? One catch, the one little hit route. It was two catches, five yards on. How many targets was that? Three. So, yeah, not not a, not a ton there from Tobias today. How are you kind of feeling on that after two games against the you know these two teams? Yeah, it's well, it goes back to the game. You know, it goes back to the the game plan, so to speak. They're just. I mean, a lot of a lot of Hartman stuff is underneath. It is short, trying to find you know first down guys, hit you know easy passes. Obviously, he threw much deeper on the two minute drill as he started pushing it. Um, you know, and they just attacked over the middle because it's quick. You save time instead of trying to read all five guys and go and go deep. But um, it's you know you know it is what it is. It's uh, I guess a little d- disappointing. Are they trying to? hit him deep or they trying to get him on a post. I don't know. I may have to go back and rewatch it, but yeah, two games in two catches in two games. He's now got a grand total of three in his, in his early Notre Dame career. So that's, um, we're going to find out Mike against these big teams, Ken Hartman. And, th- and that's what, you know, it's going to boil down to, you know, I'll rewatch NC state get a better feel for them. But, um, you know, because they're going to press. They're physical as could be. They got some really good DBs. So can Notre Dame dink and dunk? Or teams going to? It just seems like on third and five, Notre Dame guys are wide open. It's like, how do you not cover a guy at third and five? And they just and they've and that's happened two weeks in a row against Navy and uh and Tennessee State. Expected a lot today against Tennessee State, but um, you know, we'll see. It is once against the fandom. I talked about this last week. You know, I think his fandom has a lot to do with, you know, his situation in recruiting Kelly Levin. Obviously, he was in the living room. You know what I mean? It's like that just to me just feels like just so much pressure got put on him because he stayed and they need wide receivers to blow up. But you know what? Hartman's finding other guys. He's, you know, he's hit hit Thomas, he hit the tight ends. He got a nice corner out to Chris Tyree today. So, you know, he did, you know, did a few other things. Heck, he kept it on a QB keeper for crying out loud. Had the tight end block it out there. So he's going to have to go deep. You're good. 
I guess my bottom line is there's going to be a point against the Buckeyes where they're just going to stack the box and say, beat us up top. You know, yeah. our, our corners versus you guys beat us. And that's what we're going to get here in a couple of weeks. We're going to see it next week. NC State's got really good DBs. They're going to press the living heck out of Notre Dame. Yep, still still early in the season. Not yeah. you know, not 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 time to panic yet. And there's one, just real quick, there's one where he hit Thomas. I think it was the Thomas Crosser. You see Tobias running a post and he looks wide, like not even being covered, but Hartman obviously wanted to get the first down, released it quicker. So there are there are moments like that in the Navy game as well. It's like if he just pauses one more second, Tobias is open. It's gonna happen. It's got well, it's gotta happen. How's that? It's gotta happen. <laughs> All right, let's uh, hear from a quick word. Our sponsors over at My Perfect Franchise, and, and maybe you're watching this and you're a displaced corporate executive. Uh, maybe you're wanting to put your career in your own hands. Maybe you're an experienced entrepreneur and you're wanting to diversify. Well, Andy uh, Ludicky can help you out. He's a huge college sports fan and a franchise veteran, having owned multiple franchises and businesses. Using Andy's expertise, he helps others Find their American dream through a very thorough consultation and evaluation process. Give Andy a call. Put your life and career in your own hands. And best of all, his services are 100% free to you. So what do you have to lose? Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. Phone number to give Andy a call, 404-973-9901. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Um... Susan says, appreciate your dress code today. Tim, we've been we've been doing the shirt and tie thing for years. And then just in the past week or so, people are like, Mike, you know, you need to wear a jacket, you know, with the t- oh, just- no tie, no tie. So it's calm, hey, calm down. Hey, we got 12 games. You get a bowl game. Luckily, it's our time to wear a tie. So, I mean, easy as that. It's yeah, it's, it's something you started. We've just kept it going. Let's keep it alive, right? It's year three together. We're just doing what we do. John says, Hayden Singer got just boxers on with a tie and shirt. I, I mean, 1,000%. <laughs> well, I mean, uh-huh, yes. Yes, I am just uh-huh. wearing boxers. I will admit it. If I have to stand up, listen, if something happens down here, if I have a, you know, some kind of breakdown, I will not be getting up because, <laughs> okay. All right, we'll, we'll just continue on. We'll continue on the show. Uh, Andrew said, don't be mad, Mike. Angeli didn't look like a super talent. You know, Joseph with the $10 super chat. Did Angeli inspire any confidence today? I'm going to be honest with you, Tim. There's really nothing that could have happened. Look, if if Tobias is going to go out there across two games and have two catchers for five yards, and I'm still like, it's not a big deal. Hartman goes nearly perfect in two games. I'm kind of even keel on this. I thought Angeli had some really good moments, you know, for the, you know, the eight of 11, 130 uh, yards, two touchdowns. He had some good moments, but like, I, I don't know if you can take a ton away. I, I mean, I, I thought he, he did well. That was his first real game action he's ever had played a quarter and a half. It, it was a good showing for Angeli thought he did some good things. Um, some things I'm sure he's going to learn from. I'm curious if someone paid Blake Fisher, 
to allow that Tennessee State DN to just run right by him and smack Angelia in the face. I was like, whoa, where has that been in two games, Fisher? It's like someone paid Blake Fisher an NIL deal to get back on Mike Singer. So I am 1,000% kidding. But, uh, Tim, just thoughts on on Angeli. Uh, please don't make me mute you either. No, no. Hey, real quick, that number five, I I don't have his ro- I don't have the roster in front of me. That guy, he did that on Fisher. And he also did that on Coogan on the Angeli when Angeli spun out and dumped the pass. And who was that? Price. Price runs it in for a touchdown. So number <laughs> number five did that to a couple guys today. So, uh, man, he, he was playing. No, overall, it's, you know, and hey, Angeli's Angeli is the way I look at it. I'm going to just keep saying that. He's, you know, he great, a great in-cut to Evans on one third down, trying to hit floors on the one – 10 yards over his head on the out. I was inaccurate as could be the one. Now the one, you know, the announcer said he obviously held on the ball, but that goes back to playing time experience, all those things on the one that Fisher hit. I don't know who he was throwing that to because Rico Flores, Flores. Like he had two guys on him. So if he's trying to throw it to Flores, he was covered pretty good. I thought he looked open on the angle I saw, but yeah, I, I have no idea. We'll see a wide copy or whatever. It just looked like it once again, slow-mo looked like there was a dude there, a guy under him. I, you know, I don't know if to rewatch it again. So if it was there, great. You know, other than that, a lot of, a lot of checkdowns, a lot of short things, a lot of stuff, five yards and less, but it's also a, whatchamacallit, a, you know, Hartman's done that as well. So low out in the third, second half. Ooh. I mean, like, I don't know. I, I was just happy that he got to throw the ball more than just a screen, right, Tim? Like, at least. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. His first couple passes were screens or little bubbles or dump passes again. And it's just like, let the guy, let the guy throw. And he did. You know, let him go. He had, a, you know, like I said, real nice, uh, you know, uh, in on the third down to Evans. I was a little bummed after they got picked up a couple first downs and they just ran the ball three plays in a row. And on fourth down, they ran it and they got the penalty and had to punt didn't let him throw on that, you know, after they got the, you know, a couple first downs, I was like, come on, just let him play, let the guy go. So that's just a little interesting of why they don't do more, I guess. I, I don't know. I wasn't, I, uh, I, and I'm the biggest Angeli fan there is. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I was content yeah. with, with what the usage, I mean, considering the context, Tim. Hey, two touchdowns, Mike. Tobias, two catches. Who would have thought after two games and Jelly and Tobias are tied with the twos? Right? <laughs> with the twos. So the twos are coming up all references. week. Yeah, the twos are constantly coming up this entire week. Don't, this just don't cramp up, Tim. Jeez. Yeah, don't cramp up. I told you, hydrate 24-7, guys. All right. All right cheers, cheers to that, my friend, with my H2O here. Um, uh, Joseph, really do appreciate the super chats. Um, let's uh, continue on. Yeah, Ryan said NC State. This is a little bit earlier in the show. NC State's going to be tough. Sure, it's yeah. a it's a road game. I mean, but but it's a road game. It's their first time going on the road. Brennan Armstrong is you know experienced quarterback. It's going to be yeah. It's going to come down to one of the guys you said earlier. The pass rush. Are they going to have to contain the guy who almost ran for a hundred yards last night or Thursday night, whenever they played? You know, just scrambling around like crazy. So we're going to have to contain, which means you're going to have to spy. Maris did a handful of that today. Well, you know, well, he'll be the spy guy, and which means those outside guys are going to have to cover the safeties. One one big negative today was Notre Dame. A couple pass interferences. It's like guys, 
he seriously had a pass interference at Tennessee State. That was a little interesting that they had, I think, two PI calls. So, you know, in the game, you know, they attacked Morrison. Those guys did today, and he has one – what, he was all over the place, it looked like. He was blanketing guys pretty good. So he gave up one catch on a one deep stop. So it's like they're not going to – NC State's not going to go up top on Morrison or Hart unless it's a fade, just trying to just streak a guy. So all the underneath stuff, their passing attack, their reads, they're going to attack the heck out of Notre Dame safeties. So yeah. that's when we're going to see a, you know, the, a real test for Notre Dame's defense next week. All right, Andy Nation says, Helmet, helmet, guys on turnover, please help WTF. So just kind of going back to these, these calls. All right, and then someone else just posted a minute ago. Um, seriously, another anti-Notre Dame bias call by the officials. Right, I, I'm going to – so you're saying please help, Andy Nation. So you did ask. It's football. I mean, there's a lot of tackling and, and forceful hitting. These things are going to happen. You're you're going to have and you have human error and officials it, over this course of the season. It evens out between oh, this was a bad call for Notre Dame in a targeting situation. It's a good thing, you know, in terms of the other player getting tossed. You know, you know, in, in Notre Dame, it's going to even out. It just, I, I just don't really think it's a like, eh. Eh, it's, it's not a big talking point from the game to me as these 56 to three. That was the final, right? It's like, I just, it was. Know. And Carter went out in the first quarter or first quarter, excuse, yeah. the first half. So it's yeah. not like he's missing NC state. So I, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. It's fine. So it was first half. You're right. Yeah, that's right. So he'll be yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. It, do I think it was targeting from the angle? I, I kind of thought it was, um, but so 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 why did you ask for my help then? If you're saying Mike, come on, it was blatant. Like I didn't think the Ford one was. I did think the Ford one was on the kickoff, but the the Carter one kind of looked like one to me. But like at, this is just football. No, I really think they need to do what the NBA does with a flagrant one and a flagrant two. Like it's there should awesome. be a targeting one and a targeting two. A really bad targeting. You know, a little slap on the wrist. It's just the you know, just a 15 yard penalty. But then if you get a second targeting one, you're out and then you miss the, the rest it of the actually, game. The, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually come up in the last couple of years in the rules committee, the NCA, you know, uh, you know, when they change rules, that's actually come up about letting the referees pull that back, throw a 15, keep the guy in the game. So that's, that's got to pass here soon. That's got to pass. Maybe it goes, I need- back, it goes back to um, uh, uh, the final four game with uh, what's his name? Harrison when he got knocked out that yeah. type of uh, action action I think I need to watch the Antonio Carter one back because everyone's just no that one's the last so may, maybe I just <laughs> yeah I'll be honest I didn't uh, really focus on it too much I was playing catch up and uh watching plays and I saw he got thrown out first half and I was like well he'll be back in NC State and he's a backup he's not even out there with the first unit not even out there on the dime the nickel he's a hundred percent backup guy all right, I'm going to see if someone's puts it on Twitter so I can take a peek at it again. Um, good for Tyree. Andrew Gilmore says uh, Tyree had the just the one catch, but it did go for the 24 yards and a touchdown. It's a pretty nice little corner out by him. Oh, yeah. um, and uh, it was a nice ball by uh, Sam Hartman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah three by one down there. It was re- you know really nice route by him. He went in, cut out. Great house had a heck of a, a corner route as well. On, on one of his catches, which was which was excellent. So, 
And another thing, real quick, just you know, as, as we got talking about wide receivers, was I'm I'm dying to rewatch. Was Colsey out there? I saw him in the second half. The first half, Flores played a bunch. I mean, he was like out there. You know, I didn't chart the. Ten, I just saw his ten personnel because I'm always looking at tight ends, and I saw his four wides. But Flores played a lot, much more than uh, Jaden Greathouse again today. So I don't know if that's just a Flores and Tobias just rotating every couple of plays out there. So I found that interesting how much Rico has been playing. Yeah. He's a really good looking player, Tim. Like, he just, oh, love Rico Flores. Kale says, very interested to see how the snap counts were today. And that is something that um, we will have at Blue and Gold tomorrow uh, on our website. And then Tim and I will break that down on Wednesday. Cause I think that's definitely going to be interesting to kind of oh, yeah. look at the snap counts um, through a couple weeks. Yeah. Ross said, I didn't see Colsey. Was he hurt? Question mark. No, he was healthy. He just didn't get yeah. a whole lot of. A whole lot of run. Patrick said Josh Burnham looks good. Tim, another yeah, another yeah. good showing from him. Yeah, he played Burnham the strong side. Comes in. Yeah, I mean when he was in, he played the strong side D end. So he had Burnham and they had Tuli Alamaka out there as the two ends. You know when they got going. So that's two weeks in a row he's been playing that you know three point stance. He's been playing that hard five tech, that hard C gap player down in a three point. So is that a is that something they see him evolving to? He's almost like a. Of the recruit in this class, the Mullins kid, uh, the Georgia guy, you know mm. what I mean? Real physical, yeah, hard nose C gap player. So, is that something Burnham's going to evolve to? Because you still have Tuli Alamaka, Sneed could be a Viper, Bubakar could be the Viper next year. Um, so, they don't need so many. So, is Burnham just going to keep eating mashed potatoes and a lot of steak there in the dining hall? And all of a sudden, he's 275 pounds next year playing that, you know, wide side seed gap. That's something that uh, might be, you know, as we move on this year and head into the spring. But that's two weeks in a row. He's kind of – he's been in the pit a lot. Pit meaning hand in the dirt. Right. Yeah. Andrew said price is fast. Why is he fourth string? Ooh, I'll see. Uh, well, I think he was – he was like second. Was it, Oh, it was Payne. I think Payne's pretty much the number two back. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's the other three are kind of vying for that number three spot. But really, I, I, I think it's it, – I still think when Notre Dame is in a, a tight game, you're going to lean on Estime and then in pain. And I, I think oh, it's yeah. going to be difficult for the other three to really get a lot of run. Um, but I wouldn't I, – I really think it's a one, two, and then a three ABC. Like, because they're all – I don't – so he, he might have got the fourth amount of snaps today, but I don't see him as a number four guy. I think it's like all three of those guys are like a third option. And I'll say going back to Price, don't forget this is a you know a one double A. They didn't need him twelve carries out there. He even talked the back did press conferences this week, and he talked about how he is coming back still. He's not you know a true, which is scary. Correct. He even he's admitted he's not a true hundred percent. So. I think it's a good snap count and they're finding ways to get him the ball out in the open field, use his speed and uh, things of that nature. So he's not, he's coming back from an injury. We got to remember that Mike Goolsby talks about injuries because he knows them so well, you know, the, the management of them and coming back and the therapy and Achilles is difficult. Some guys say it takes an entire season once you are back. So he's not going to be the, the dude we all expect until really next year. Um, from what, you know, when you look at the injuries and you read about them, same thing with Eli Raritan, 
You know, I've seen all people like, what's up with him? He's blowing out two knees. Let the guy get ready, yeah. you know, because he keeps getting asked two weeks in a row. The press keeps asking about him, and he's like, he's not ready. And he's, the, you know, he's the third, fourth tight end. If he comes back, you've got two guys already in the rotation. Sherwood's been playing their third tight end when needed. So Raritan's going to ease his way into this thing, I'm sure, a little bit at a time. But with Price, I wouldn't be too worried about him. He's he's going to get his reps, estimates the dude. Estimate is going to have 25 carries against the Buckeyes. He may have 20 some odd next week, you know, because they're going to need his uh, physicality on the road. Definitely. Well, for folks who were watching the game uh, in South Bend today, or maybe you are going to a future Notre Dame game, I hope you stop in um, at Augie's locker room because it, it's definitely a place uh, for all Fighting Irish fans. You at least got to go in there. And if you do go in there, good luck trying to get out of there without purchasing something. So when you do come for a game, you have to make time for Augie's locker room. They have a wide selection of Notre Dame stadium pieces, jerseys, helmets, autographs, one-of-a-kind rock me items, and really so much more. And as we do this ad read every week, there's always new stuff, always pop it up on their website. Again, that's Augie'sLockerRoom.com. Uh, you can find exclusive Joe Montana signed items and famous sculptor Jerry McKenna's replicas of the Brown statues that you'll find around the stadium. Augie gets new stuff in all the time, and if he doesn't have it in store, he will go out and find what you are looking for. Visit Augie. It's 1811 South Bend Avenue. It's real close to campus, and you'll get to see the vintage helmet display dating back to 1890. He's got amazing items. You're, you're going to want to check him out again. Augie'sLockerRoom.com. Give him a call. 574-277-6363-574-277-6363. Tim, did you know that um Stephanie believes that you are a fine fellow and a talent? Did you did you know that? Well, thank you, Stephanie. Yeah, well, well, she she says the shave lotion I use, right? She tweets fine fellow and BGI news talent. And I, I saw this tweet because I was running the BGI account during the game today. She says, Tim Hyde says this offense is exactly the same as 2022. Sure, except this iteration of it actually works. I accent, I, I sense a little bit of sarcasm from you, Stephanie. Oh, of course, of course. So, we, which, is, which is interesting, Stephanie, because here I did write on some of the things where Notre Dame did their double wing sets, meaning 12 personnel, tight ends are in the wings, running the ball out of that. It's a, it looked like it was the Ohio State play. Let, yeah, let me let me help you, Tim. Your point is not about it's the success of the offense. It's how they look in terms of formation, right? Maybe Notre Dame's throwing more receiver screens, but yeah. I mean, yeah, they're just throwing it out quicker. But once again, who were those wide receivers last year? Michael Mayer. Michael Mayer caught. I call them line passes, where you're just dumping them on the line. We saw five or six of them today. Michael Mayer caught those last year. Those are not, those, these aren't new. They just look new because the different dudes are, are catching it other than a 265-pound tight end. But, yeah, when I say the offense is the same, same personnel packages, same formations. There's nothing drastically uh, different or crazy. Notre Dame is still running duo like mad. There's one play on here. I'm like, duo, instant. You just It's the way the blocking scheme is, you know, opposite the tight end that you can see. And um, formations. Some of the routes, it's just different. And people are so hung up because they want to, I mean, let, let, let's be honest here. They want to attack anything that has to do with Brian Kelly, anything that has to do with Tommy Reese. Easy as that because those two guys have left. They've gone to the SEC. They're playing big-time football down there, and people won't like that. 
so and they're not easy to like either. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, but people just you know, you know, people just love to be negative. I mean, easy as that. I wish them well. They did their job. And Look who's talking, Tim. Mr. Oh, I have exactly. ever anything nice to say about Steve, but, it, but continue. But anyway, that's basically what it is. It's a, it's a way to attack. And then I don't know how many times I got to talk to him blue in the face. Who in the heck were they throwing the ball to? Brendan Lindsay, you know, who had never been healthy in his day in his life until last year. And he had a chance to come back. He's like, now nah, I'm going to go work in the business world. So, you know, he was done playing football. Like, come on. It's like we talked or blew in her face about last year's offense, this year's offense. Hartman is now up to 3,600 plus snaps where Pine was in the hundreds when he started to play last year. It's like people just refuse to look at the obvious and compare things. And it's easy as that. It's an interesting stance. It, But of course the offense is going to be different this year. They have different dudes. They have a different quarterback. They, they have a quarterback that has played against Power 5 teams for five years. I don't understand why this is so hard for some to see. It, it, it's, it's just fascinating. And for crying out loud, Sam Hartman was benched as a sophomore. He got beat out. He got beat out at Wake Forest, that powerhouse program in North Carolina. And then he learned, he came back, and he's been a dude ever since. And so, Obama was president when that happened. That was so long ago. I mean, come on. That's how, that's how long he's played, Mike. <laughs> People constantly want to rip oh, our offenses flowing. It's even going back to the guy's chart, like Hartman's 12 out of 13 touchdown drives. Yes, he should. They played a horrible Navy team and then one of the worst FCS programs in the country. They should be scoring touchdowns. Next week, we're going to obviously see something different. And if we just are. If he goes out there and torches them, he has eight drives and he scores on six of them. That's awesome. Central Michigan will be another scrimmage. And then we got the gauntlet with Ohio State, back-to-back roadies, Duke, Louisville, USC, correct? And then they start moving all the way down from there. Those yeah. four games with Ohio State is going to be tough as could be. Sometimes I just don't. I just you you have takes Tim and I'm like I just don't understand the play. Understand what about Hartman? What are we talking about? So the fact that Hartman has more experience than anyone in college football playing, and it should be a positive. That's the whole reason why Marcus Freeman brought him here was to do all the things he has been doing. So it. This should not be some new crazy thing that people are seeing and people are losing their minds. It's like, it's why he was brought here. This was his 47th college football start, Mike. 47th college football start. Yeah, but when my wife cleans the kitchen. Come on. What am I supposed to say? Well, you you, you should clean the kitchen. That's your job. No, I say, hey, baby, good job cleaning. But does she have years of experience of cleaning the kitchen or she's just wiping it down with some like, Bad soap or something. Come on. She's yeah. she's experienced. And I'm very proud of her and I still love her up. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Exactly. But but it's going back to our point of this constant just 
like saying the oddest things about trying to compare this year to last year. It is two different worlds. Yeah. Hey, 2021, they had Jack Cohn and they lived in nothing but 11 personnel. And there were more wide open, more spread, did a ton of that. 2020, what was the strength? Five offensive linemen that are all in the NFL, you know, running backs, big tight ends, three tight ends that all are in the NFL playing, Tremble, Mayer, Brock Wright. You play to your strengths for crying out loud. Yeah, I, I'm with you on like the, it's different. The personnel's different. You got a new OC. Things are it, it's going to be different. I just don't know how we landed on the whole 12 out of 13. Well, it should be like, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of setting up Hartman to be, if you are anything less than perfection, then like. No, you know, it has not, whoa, 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 whoa. It has nothing about perfection. Who is Notre Dame open this season against? I, I'm, oh, I'm with you. Come on. I'm with you. Yes. I'm so with you. On the, I'm not saying it's He doesn't have to be 12 out of 13 drives against the Buckeyes and Duke. That'd be awesome. That means Notre Dame's going to win those games. But I'm just saying. It's who he's – it's the opening two games. Yeah. I, I don't know why this is a surprise in the opening two games. I, I've been saying for months, it's like Notre Dame should be 4-0 walking into Ohio State. They 99.9% are going to be 4-0 walking into Ohio State. So none of this is new. No, but we're it's seeing it. At all. We're seeing it, and it's exciting. Exactly. 13 is very good. There's no issues with that. Okay. That was my opening statement of this game, the opening statement of last game. It's efficient. Everything they're doing is working. Everything they're doing is, is hey, funky. I'm with Citizen. What's the discussion again? I'm just trying to figure out where Tim. Well, the discussion at. goes back to the ladies, you know, you know, critique or whatever it was. So I don't know. Ask another question. It's it's I don't know. It's just mind-boggling. All right. How about this? I like Tobias's catch on that third down to ex- extend the chain. So it was only a few yards, but I'm just looking at my notes now. I like Tobias. Um, the diving interception by Ramon Henderson was very nice. Yep. Great pressure up the gut uh, by uh, Howard Cross. Thought Henderson made a nice play. Really like Jabran Payne. Now, if you compare Jabran Payne to Logan Diggs, it's kind of like, oh, well, they both wear number three, right? But it's I do feel like they're similar. As players, Tim, they kind of both have that all-around feel to their games. But I like Payne more. I think Payne's just more of a physical running back. I really like Jabran Payne. What a nice pickup for Notre Dame. Tim, you have thoughts? Oh, I'll take Diggs over Payne any day. I think Diggs are much better than Yeah, I seem to like to bounce things outside a lot more. Yeah, good football player. I mean, Diggs, okay. I mean, Diggs was a good football player. I mean, Diggs played yeah. as a freshman overestimated. Let's don't forget. He beat, you know, he, he he was the dude early on as a freshman. Not Audrick. Audrick rode the bench all year. Did, look, Logan Diggs is a good football player. Yeah, he's good. I I, I, I like pain. I don't – Logan Diggs leaves, and I think Notre Dame's running back rooms has gotten is better oh, it's overall. It's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. It's a good oh, it's story. better. Oh, yeah, it's better. Yeah. Than yeah. Well, of course it's better because they got more depth now, yes. Uh, Carlton says working at a level unseen in a while. Not sure of the context, but I appreciate it. The offense. Exactly. Exactly. There's no issues with that at all. Okay. Okay. Um, tight ends finally got some catches, Tim. That was nice to see. Yep. Return of tight end. You. Yeah. Not, not, 
no concern there. Bryce McPherson got his first appearance midway through the third uh, quarter of the second game. Um, you know, of course, you had the the missed field goal against Navy, and then you had, um, you know, the last drive of the the Navy game was, you know, tri- clock hit triple zeros. Um, so I thought that was good to see. I did find it interesting, Tim, that Notre Dame when they put Angeli in, they they their only change was the quarterback. They let him play with the first team. I thought that was a good thing, get him a little experience with that group, and then uh. Yeah, the, the last thing I want to mention was the backup offensive line that was seen early in the fourth quarter from left to right. It might have been in the third quarter too, but I didn't I just didn't pick them until the fourth. Tosh Baker is your left tackle, Billy Shrouth, your left guard, uh, Ashton Craig center, Andrew Kostovic, right guard, Emil Wagner, right tackle. Jimmy, thoughts on that O line grouping? No, I mean they're they were fine. Billy Shrouth looked I mean, going back to last week, I really he really popped off. Um on the film against Navy, his athleticism. You could see a lot of really good football in there. He's definitely the third guard. If something happens to one of those two, yeah, yeah, they're throwing uh, uh, Billy Trout in there. He's he's good. He's physical. He gets after, and, um, you know, looking forward to going back, rewatching, seeing one of that. I really want to watch Wagner. Obviously, you know, yeah, didn't have right. a chance to go back and rewatch him and break him down. I really want to watch him. He looks unbelievable out there. God, he's just a good looking football player in pads. So I want to go see how his footwork did his hands and things of that nature. But um, Billy is, is popped the last two weeks on film. So he's without a doubt, you know, that third guard moving forward. Yeah. want to take a look at some stats real quick. Uh, uh, look at these final numbers, Sam Hartman, 14 to 17, 194 yards, two touchdowns and jelly eight of 11, 130 yards, two touchdowns. Minchie in a little cameo. I mean, look, this is it's freshman year. Uh, second game, and he's already got to throw a couple passes. Like Angeli, I think had thrown. Was the Navy his first passing attempt? The Navy game last week? Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't throw he any didn't last throw, year. He I, got in against what UNLV. I mean, the handful. He got in four games. Yeah, but he never threw a pass. Yeah, so I'm sure that's awesome for Minchie to actually throw a couple passes in a game. Um, receiving nice outing for Mitchell Evans, four receptions on five targets for 61 yards. Jaden Thomas, four receptions, 62 yards, caught all four of his targets. Uh, Jadarian Price, of course, had that uh, receiving touchdown uh, from Angeli, and so did Jabran Payne, where, um, yeah, great touchdowns, but Tennessee State just did not want anything to do with the game, really, at that point. Rico Flores, two receptions, 31 yards. Jaden Greathouse uh, had the two uh, receptions for 30 yards. Merriweather, I want to see more from him next week. Just two receptions for five yards. And Tyree had the 24-yard uh, touchdown on the corner out. And then uh, let's go quickly to the running backs. Estime, 13 attempts, 116 yards in the touchdown. Uh, Jay Love, uh, that first – I think that was the first touchdown of the game was really, uh, really nice. Uh, five attempts, 46 yards in the touchdown. Payne, six for 27. Hartman got in the end zone as well. And then uh, defensively, Tim. Uh, Howard Cross, when your defensive yeah. – Interior defensive lineman is leading the team in tackles. Um, that's that's a pretty good sign for his production. So yeah, thoughts on some of these stats, Tim? Yeah, Cross was all over the place. He got held. I mean, someone was talking about the refs. I was my, my first thought on the refs was like, yeah, they could have called holding whoever was blocking Howard Cross about six times, but they didn't. <laughs> they let that. He's getting his whole jersey ripped a handful of times. So he, yeah, he was outstanding. Um, JD made a couple nice plays. Like he said Marist early was 
more of a spy. Uh, we saw the Aztec package, everyone's dime package. And, uh, you know, the 60 bees out there look nice. And they had Maris, Maris and Botello, you know, out there. Oh, excuse me. It was Maris. Maris was the one edge. They had uh, Baptiste was the other. Botello was the movement guy inside who did a bunch of that. And then JD's the true uh, Mike Backer in that whole package. So uh, real quick on the D, Thomas Harper was the starting nickel. Yep. So he did barely play last week. That's probably more to do with Navy. He never was Lewis. Was did Lewis start last week? Well, they played Navy, so whatever they're back just the base. Was. Yeah, it would have been yeah, it would have been Lewis or you know Lewis and Kaiser probably right or no, it was Watts. I don't know. Don't even ask. Okay. It, okay. it was Navy. They play so many different guys against Navy. It's the Navy group. But Harper being this week a real offense, you know, a true eleven personnel, ten personnel. It was Harper out there with the starting nickel. So that must mean he's the guy, obviously going forward. Um, you know, he wasn't going to play last week. You never saw a triple option in the Big Twelve. Those guys are scoring 60 points a game, so a little different atmosphere for him. But, uh, you know, I thought found that was interesting. And then Baptiste, man, that dude is long. That's a that's a tall dude out there. So looking forward to seeing him go next week, NC State, and keep him contained on Armstrong and getting ready down the road here. But uh, overall, so, you know, solid. It's always nice to watch the young guys run around, have some fun. Would love to see Sneed snaps a game because he was he was in the twenties last week, I believe, against Navy. So they played him a ton, and I saw. I mean, number three was out there early and often today. So he's a, uh, you know, was playing well and did a little pass rushing as well. Yeah, total yards five fifty seven to one fifty six. Um, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's a Notre Dame versus an FCS team. And they right? got. 60 of them on the opening drive, right? right. It's shoot all that clock. So that right. just tells you a lot about that right there. All right. I, I'm seeing a lot of comments. I, I, and I searched on Twitter. No one's tweeted a video of the Antonio Carter. I, I really need to see it again. So oh, if you guys watch that clip, just like send me a DM or tweet or something. I just need to see that back. Um, so and I'm sure Tim, you'll you'll watch the game again here soon if you if you have. Yeah, to. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I saw it, and it's like I just need know, to see I, it again because I, I, I maybe I think he just a big uproar. I don't know why this is like yeah the big talking point today, but oh well. Maybe there was a shoulder. I thought it was. I thought he kind of left his helmet, but everyone is saying no, he didn't, Mike. So I just I guess I need to watch it back again. So um, if if it's the entire majority against me, or, or you know like hundred percent majority, then I, I'm probably wrong. So I'll just have to, I'll have to go find that. Um, yeah, Tim, any closing thoughts? I think we're, we're about to wrap um, up here. You know what? One thing we didn't really talk much about was the old line. A little sloppy at times. It looked yeah. like just a little sloppy. Rocco got beat bad early on one of the pines. Obviously, we talked about Fisher. Coogan got beat really bad on on the one spin out by. Actually, Rocco and Coogan got beat like. I mean, the both those guys, how and Jelly spun out of that and uh, dumped the ball out was really nice. But um, when you see things like that, obviously it's one play or two plays. But I, I, it's like, okay, you got the freaks called the Ohio State Buckeyes up front, so you're get get ready for those guys. That's where that game's going to be won is that interior. Alton Fisher are going to be solid. Buckeyes have outstanding DNs, but Fisher and Alt are vets. They're going to be, they're going to hold up their own that game. Buckeyes may get one here and there, but those guys will win the majority. I believe it's going to be that inside against those, uh, you know, 
or you're talking about Ohio State final. Jeez Louise. Yeah, yeah one time we get there. But uh, a little sloppy at times, not great push. Running back got stuffed a handful of times, which happens. But that's just being nitpicky. And like I said, they had a run game efficiency of 70% in the first half, which is – that's two weeks in a row in the 70s, which is just outstanding, outstanding run game. Yep, 6.7 yards per carry, th- uh, 221 yards on the ground. Very good for, for the fighting. I should want to shout out Clarence Lewis with the pick six. Um, good to see that in, in Lewis's senior year. So, um, yeah, we are going to wrap it up there. So we will have the Mike Goolsby show Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Um, I'm sure Goolsby will have some interesting stuff to talk about, as he always does. Uh, Monday, 3 p.m., Hey Horka show, as, as Tyler Horka at Bloom Gold wraps up um, this game and then previews Notre Dame NC State. Tim and I at 8 p.m. Eastern Wednesday? Wednesday. All right, so Tim and I will be good to go Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Thursday morning, 10.30 Eastern time. That's in the morning. Myself and Kyle Kelly have a recruiting show as we talk about some of the latest uh, Notre Dame recruiting updates. It's kind of getting into a busy time in the world of fighting Irish football recruiting. And uh, we got to wrap up early here because I got some recruits to get on the phone with. And then, uh, yeah, check bloomandgold.com for those, uh, for all the recruiting updates, all the stories about this game, Notre Dame versus Tennessee State. Uh, hit that thumbs up before you get out of here. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Of course, it's 100% free. Um, just subscribe to our channel for more content. And as always, folks, we will catch you next time. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.